How does Ooh. one person sleep like, on a water I bed? Love that I would thing. get I getting on it, and it was like you just barely getting on it. You would ripple for like five. I mean, I would be nauseous sleeping on it by myself, but another person, even just slightly moving, I don't know. I don't want to say it, but I got to say it. I I could have been conceived on that waterbed. <laughs> so I was going to say for our after dark <laughs> episode, there are some things there. I it's just awkward that. So, I, water beds are weird and uncomfortable as a single human in a bed. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a show celebrating the casual conversations we used to have when we worked together. I'm Scott Lesser, one of your hosts, and joining me today are a few of my former co-workers. How's it going, John Mosesman? Hey, good to talk to you in a time that is a long time from the past time that we had talked. Hey, John, how you doing? <laughs> How's my nasal voice? Good, good Scott, thanks. <laughs> and uh, also joining us, a man who's still reeling from getting pranked so hard, Brian Ketron. Yeah, I, I got got on the last episode. He shook. If you guys haven't listened to it, go back and listen to most previous or most previous? How about just previous? <laughs> so we've been struggling, right? <laughs> yeah, it is the most previous um, episode. It's all about pranks, and BCAT got got a couple of times on that episode. So if you are new here, this is the We Used to Work Together podcast, and we're just a couple of guys that used to work together, and we have recorded all these conversations that we had in the office uh, that gave us the gigs. That's the giggles. Ooh, yeah. And uh, if you want to get in contact with us, or just even if you have an idea, something you want to hear us uh, dish on for a little bit, you can hit us up on Twitter at We Used to Podcast or via email, fans at We Used to Work Together.com or Scott's mailing address, 1234 Main Street, 73250. <laughs> was like, first time. Yeah, you drop my head. <laughs> got him outed him doxed him on the internet <laughs> this is your first time listening if you like it maybe give us a five-star review or not it's your life but please do it, it helps a lot but scott, is scott and i would wild scott and i would like to say but also go do it five star also, don't like maybe show. do it do do it <laughs> yeah listen to a bunch of angry people to review our show that's a great idea <laughs> Well, as long as I give five stars, I'm cool. Yeah. So we're, we're feeling a little, uh, little spicy tonight. Why is that, Scott? So this is actually, which I'm Brian, but this is actually, as you <laughs> can tell. We're stepping on some toes, <laughs> oh, and there's a reason for that. Yeah, you can tell we're out of control, and that is because we actually literally right before this just recorded our pranks episode, but we are doubling down tonight and then releasing them over a couple of weeks because by the time you hear this episode, is it JMO? Is it a hundred percent? You'll have a child in this earth or are we going to be just right around the time? I can't remember. Um, I, th- I should have one. Yeah. I have you one right so now. The last time we were recording, he becomes officially a dad. So JMO, how's it now that you have a child? How's it feel? Uh, it's good guys. <laughs> I've, I've just Have grown so much sleep? as a person. <laughs> yes, the best. <laughs> what, what year is it? So for John's last episode, before he comes father, Scott and I, we are already fathers. We've been fathers for many moons now. We're going to speed awesome. round, drill you some questions, John. And since I literally have zero questions in my head at the moment... <laughs> 
and we made this up like 30 seconds ago. Who knows what you're about to get asked? Here we go, John. <laughs> I'm not ready. What will be the first Pop Tart flavor? Oh my gosh, this is so stupid. Go. I hate me. I hate oh, cinnamon, <laughs> easy. Oh no. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Did you see the picture of the ranch Pop Tarts? I did. And I did Pop-Tart. see that. And they said, and delete Pop-Tart. your account. <laughs> well, who, who made that somebody made it and either replied or retweeted and just said delete your account no it was pop tart pop tart said oh, delete pop said, they yeah. replied oh, back and said delete oh, your that was account great. well did you guys yeah. see what that what spawned that did you see the like ranch brian you would have loved this there was a guy that was like came back home to my hometown like wisconsin opened up the paper and saw this and it was like a two-page spread, top ten breakdown of ranches. Yeah, <laughs> I did, I did. And here's what's funny: I actually was. It might have been you that shared it with me, Scott. I can't remember who I talked to you about it, but probably already uh, saw it. But number one, I had already seen it. But two, I, I, <laughs> the whole thing was just a joke because every single one of them was bottled ranch, and bottled ranch mm. is superior. To homemade <laughs> ranch. We need to double up. We are just fresh with the references. Okay. Yeah, new, so also, new dad you guys, question. You guys have to go back and listen to the other episode, or half these jokes won't make sense yet. Um. Okay, John, you so, go to check on your child. You've left them sitting or laying on like a let's say an activity blanket. You come in. You notice right away they've crapped their diaper. <laughs> Do you a go? Oh, baby's baby made an accident. I'll take care of it, hun. Or do you make your way through the room, pretend you didn't smell anything, and know that when your wife comes in in a minute, she'll smell it and go, "Oh man, I didn't even notice." Uh, my wife listens to the podcast, so I feel like if, if I give up my target, <laughs> <Darn it. laughs> it's probably most definitely the second one. So the pro move here, where no harm is done to your family. Is when you're heading to the daycare and they drop one in the car. You drop them, you drop them off <laughs> that's as so if dirty. you as if you Ooh, had no clue, and then you skedaddle before they can call you out on it. Yep. Hello, mother-in-law. This is my child that is clean. Thank you for <laughs> receiving it for this day. Well, that's so this the, was that's the pro move I've heard of is. Your kid has a slight fever. Let's call it 99. Okay. Like they're not, they're fine, but the daycare is going to say you can't come in. So you give them a little Tylenol so they can get past that first Wow. (laughs) And then they make it the whole day with that 99. Sure. I am judging you as somebody with no experience. (laughs) JMO, you'll learn. (laughs) You'll learn. So what I did, I know uh, there's a guy, a friend of mine who, he somehow struck a deal with his wife because she's like super, super grossed out by like anything nose related, even just like runny nose. Hmm. And so they made a deal where he deals with the runny noses and she deals with like 99% of the diaper changes, the runny which seems nose. like a like steal Kill of a deal. He inception yeah. that idea. So my my wife and I had a. Uh, had a good little working routine and and maybe this isn't that wild, but I thought it was like brilliant for me. So what I would do is my wife hated getting out of the bed at night. So I would be the one to go and get the baby and change the diaper 
and then bring her to my wife to feed her. And then I could fall asleep for that for like 45 minutes. And then my only job was to take her right back. So I would like Mm -hmm. only have to be up for like 10 minutes total. But my wife would stay up and do all the stuff. And it was, it worked well. She never had to get exit the bed. And that apparently was a win for her. Hmm. We have this whole thing that like the bassinet that like swivels. Mm -hmm. And so ideally like it will swivel up to the bed next to her and she can just pick her up. And so maybe it'll save me like Stark would have in his house. (laughs) So maybe it'll save me like one of those wake ups, but TBD. All right, guys. So we are talking about fads. And if you have not listened to the last episode, basically I was watching a television show on Netflix called the nineties. And the first few episodes of it are about like music and about TV and all kinds of like different pulp culture things from the nineties. And if, uh, if you do not know, that was kind of my, that was my young years. I was born in the late, late 88. And so it just brought up some, brought up some of the feels and I was trying to find like, you know, what is like, what is some hit? What is some thing that happened in the nineties? That'd be really, really funny to talk about. And then it kind of just expanded to what if we just talk about all of the fads? For years, nothing's been hotter than those cuddly little animals with cute little names. But abruptly this week, the makers of Beanie Babies, Ty Incorporated, announced over the internet that it's over. <laughs> so that's what that's what I wanted to do today. I wanted to because we're I think. I'm closer to JMO's. No, no, no. We're all pretty spread out, I think, in our age. So there could be like different fads and things that were popular when we were kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to talk about some of them. So real quick, a fad, as Webster defines it, is hmm. a desirable trend. I didn't say that word right. A desirable trend characterized with lots of enthusiasm and energy over a short period of time. Fads are often seen with common consumer items, especially around the holiday season. Hmm. Okay. Can I, are you, can, is, can I jump in? Because I have a couple of thoughts. First, I was curious about that. And I was curious. I guess (laughs) I was curious if fad was short for something like, I don't so know. So I did not Fetch. find much. So I was here's here's peeking behind the curtain again. Exactly. Scott. Go ahead. So Scott did. <laughs> Scott did. Uh, We're never recording double again. No, no, never. Uh, so Scott did his like serial open and it kind of blew my mind because he brought new facts to it. And mm-hmm. so I, in preparation for mine, thought, let's let's deep dive into fads and see what like like I wanted to find the science behind it. Like what, mm. what makes it happen? Did you know that that is almost impossible to find on the internet? So <laughs> like then I went locked up. So then I said, let's go back to first grade and just do, you give the definition of the thing before you get into your paper. And so that's what I did. I gave the definition of it as presented by Webster. So based on your definition, I need to bring up a, or just at least a thing. I was trying to like, okay, jog my memory on some fads. Cause there were some that came to mind right away, but I was, what have I forgotten about? Cause I'm old and on a lot of lists, there were things that I was like, do I not know what a fad is? For instance, um, game boys were put on a lot of lists as fads. And I was like really struggling with like, 
our Game Boys, like, were those fads? Bottled water was one of them. Bottled water? Yeah. I was like, I don't know what fads are anymore. <laughs> Apparently, it's <laughs> stuff that I like that I'm still using. Is this BuzzFeed? <laughs> well, so Top seven what, things you didn't so, know were fads. You so remember what, you were from the 90s. I actually cut out part of this definition because there was part of it that actually said something about, like, certain video game consoles and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, those are those are just, like changes in yeah. time <laughs> outdated technologies <laughs> yeah so well, i don't so, i just wanted just to throw some shade at those lists those are not valid well so what were what were some of the like fads that you got hooked on as a kid so the earliest one i can remember were yo-yos did you guys oh, oh yeah you sling some yo around oh, oh get, what was course. that get my get my x brain going with the bearings oh, in it oh Eiffel Tower, walk that dog around the yeah. world. Ooh, that was yeah. also one of the first items in the world, I think, that I ever like deconstructed and would like put new. It wasn't the bearing; there was like a like a a white washer or something yeah. in the middle that you could like f- swap out. I remember customizing. Dang, <laughs> you had that tricked out exhibit. I had, style. I had two. I had one, my old faithful, that was like. It was like the all, it was blue. I mean, it was this like kind of like blue see-through one. Uh, there was just like you're all around. And then there's this one that like flared out at the end. You know, it kind of made like a butterfly shape almost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was literally they called, called the butterfly. The butterfly, yeah. It could, yeah, actually. And that baby would sleep till it stopped. Like it ain't never coming back up. So I think a good way to tell if something was a bad was could you get it at a mall kiosk? Because... <laughs> That is something I remember distinctly going through the mall and seeing yo-yos that my my mind did not. Because this also is something that probably is just like, I don't know what it's like now for kids. But like that was how discovery of stuff worked. was like you would be going through the mall and you knew about yo-yos. But then you'd see a yo-yo kiosk and it was like, whoa, are yo-yos back? And do I want one of those now? Because I'm seeing it. You know what I mean? Like, so well, And yo-yos were definitely something you you like you got what you paid for. And I remember yeah. like buying my first mm. like over $30 yo-yo and being like this thing this is the nicest toy <laughs> that is in my closet so right now. So that's perfect because my first yo-yo was and I like do you guys when you went to the dentist did they have a treasure box you got to get oh, into? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you guys so quick sidebar they usually said like take one thing. Did you guys ever Take more than one. Sounds like Scott did. <laughs> I, oh, no, and never. I sweat. Oh, I would sweat, but I would stay there for a long time until like the hygienist would kind of clear the area. And it was just me. And I would sneak maybe a temporary tattoo, maybe a kazoo. <laughs> Who knows? Um, things I didn't even need and wasn't worth it. But little klepto me wanted it. And I got my first <laughs> yo-yo out of there. And it was a Santa Claus yo-yo. I remember it. It was made of like tin or aluminum or something. And it literally had no chance of sleeping. Oh, like, yeah. It hit when it hit its apex or I don't know what the what you would call that. But when it hit the bottom, it was coming back up with so much <laughs> velocity, like twice as hard as you threw it down. It was coming back. And I was like, I saw people doing tricks with yo-yos. And I was like, GTFO, like, how are you guys doing that? My guy <laughs> like, out there bruising your hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hated it. But then I realized there was another level. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I guess, I mean, I guess it's like the internals were 
cheap or I don't I'm gonna have to get into the yo-yo science after this, but like there was some whatever it is that makes it like stay at the bottom. Like those those crappy ones do not have it. Like because well, literally what the like crappy ones are were literally just string around a two like a string around a right. pipe. Right. Yeah. Whereas like the X Wing and those things, they had like bearings and washers and things to like right. put that bad boy to sleep. So you mentioned the mall kiosk. There was this I can't even the name of the store, but there was like the toy store in the mall. KB Toys. That one was in my mall. That might be it, actually. I was going to say that. That's really familiar. And I just, what a blast from the past, like going to the (laughs) mall to buy, look at toys. It's like, you don't even know what's there. Like you would just scan the aisles and occasionally you come across like the wonder, like, oh, what is this? I didn't even know it existed. So Scott, moving on to one, I'm calling you out because I feel like this is one that you would have got into that I was like, I mean, obsessed with actually JMO. I might've heard you talk about, but that's the Tamagotchi. Oh yes. So I did have one and I definitely did play with it more than I should have. Um, but I didn't get super into, I got one for Christmas. It died because it didn't clean up its poo. Um, and that was kind of it. I was like, oh, okay, neat. Dude, yeah, I, I love those things. I played with it with it, and there was multiple versions. If I remember, like they were they released one that was like fairly basic. Yeah, and then and they would come in like they would come in like uh, like simple versions of them would come in like McDonald's meals and yeah yeah that's true stuff like that. And they were did you have the T Rex one? So I, that's what I'm trying to remember. Mine remember was like what, yellow, mine. but I so don't they had remember. so my my cousin actually at one point like she was known at school. She's a little older than me, like two three years or something. And she would have like eight of them on a keychain, and so she had like there I was like the egg ones. People like that. There were the egg ones, but then there was one that was more kind of like a triangle, and it was like a T Rex, and that was probably my favorite one. It was red, and so you're growing this little T Rex dude. That's legit. So I did okay. So I didn't have Tamagotchi, and I had to, King, but I had Gigapet. Do you guys? I don't yes, even know yes, what yes. the difference was, but I remember I had Gigapet. So I feel so like Tamagotchi kind of the same, right? maybe even and then top and then gigapet was like i think tamagotchi was like the japanese version and then i think gigapet uh, the american copy of it maybe well and what's funny is you saying that like that that might have been even the two that i had in my head like that that there being another one because i remember one coming out after Uh tamagotchi i remember having gigapet but i don't remember because i think the t-rex was a gigapet and not a tamagotchi Uh because tamagotchi was just that little like this is like a specific the egg thing, yeah. The egg guy, yeah. So fast forwarding um, a couple more years, do you guys ever have mongoose bikes with the little kick things or a razor scooter? How oh, dare both. you? How dare you <laughs> hey. ask me if I had a bike? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> What's wrong? Wait, is, did, this, is this a prank episode? Do you not what JMO, do you not What's remember this? No, Say Scott, fast about? forward all the way to Stillwater. <laughs> all the way to go. Now. Do you know uh, how to ride a bike? I don't. And, dude, it's real. It's real. This is not a joke. So this is not okay, Sega's from your parents, no bike riding? So is, here's the crazy thing is my dad was amateur bike like enthusiast. I don't know what those like the bike, like the street racing bike people that ride, you know, 50 miles and such. I don't know those because I don't know anything about bikes, but that's what he did for a <laughs> hobby. He had like a training bike in his room and I 
it did not get uh, translated. And to the point where I went to college, didn't know how to ride a bike, but lived just off campus. So I went and bought a bike and taught myself like, I mean, I could ride, but I couldn't do, I couldn't like stand up to go over curbs. I uh, wrecked in front of the library multiple times. There was one time <laughs> that my, my wheel got stuck, you know, like they, like, like they like edge the grass too deep between like a curb and then the yeah. grass. There's like that little, like my tire got stuck in there and I just went over the handlebars and I was like, guess I'm parking here <laughs> and, <laughs> so, and, and fleeing from my life. So he, the literal opposite is actually taking the two things you just mentioned, JMO, and combining them. So my my what? brothers and I were like we were insane. We were doing like it, very dangerous stuff on our bikes, <laughs> and so like we had a bunch of land, and so we would build like tracks. And when I say we would build jumps, these were like five six foot jumps with like holes in the middle, and you would you know have a landing ramp and stuff like that. But one of the things we did is our neighborhood was an oval. So like it had like one entrance and then was an oval. And so you could go around and around. But what we did is we would get our bike and it would have the pegs on it and we would run it. I hopefully I can visualize this for you. So we would run a rope around the pegs and then to the handlebar of the razor scooter. And then we would put a milk crate on the like razor scooter. And what are you saying? So you, so the bike, I'm I'm tracking with you. The bike was pulling the razor scooter and somebody would sit on the razor scooter and go way faster than those tiny little razor wheels (laughs) were ever allowed to. With a mini back brake. Oh yeah. Well, and you couldn't, (laughs) any injury, you couldn't use the back brake because you were sitting on a milk crate, like on wait, but, but. I mean, but the razor scooter has a place for your feet. Like, why the sitting? There's I don't know. Just it just made it more yeah, exciting. It made it more thrilling. Scott, were you a razor Gosh. scooter guy? Or your no. little brother, maybe? That probably missed you. Yeah, he he did have a razor scooter. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I don't have the skills to balance on a bike or a razor scooter. So I'm, I stay off them. I have ridden a bird scooter. Mm. Does that count? <laughs> It does. It does almost. Hey, so Scott, for you, what were were some fads that you got into as a kid? Guys, I got quite the list, but I do want to talk about, and I don't know if this one, guys, lava lamps and black light posters. (laughs) So that was that was fringe for me. I'm talking Spencer's gifts. I'm going through and picking. Do this one with the uh, or this one with the mushroom? (laughs) And why did I have? Because I did, was not at ten doing drugs, but I did want psychedelic blacklight posters for my. <laughs> you so I don't have this on my list, but you know what goes hand in hand with those bad boys, the the classic waterbed. Oh, okay. So my parents had a waterbed when I was a Your kid. Your parents had one, and I could not wait. I knew when I got older because my parents wouldn't let me doing this, but I wanted to turn it into a fish tank. <laughs> So I wanted a waterbed with fish in it because there's you could see <laughs> water. And I was like, I'm not putting sheets on my waterbed. I've got goldfish in there. It's going to be sick. Wait, okay. How do your parents, how do two people sleep on a waterbed? How does oh. one person sleep like, on a waterbed? I, I would get on it. And it was like, you just barely getting on it. You would ripple for like five. I mean, 
I would be nauseous sleeping on it by myself, but another person even just slightly moving. I don't know. I don't want to say it, but I got to say it. I, I could have been conceived on that waterbed. So I was going to say for our after dark <laughs> episode, there are some things there. I, it's just awkward that so, I, waterbeds are weird and uncomfortable as a single human in a bed. True. I've got another one on my list that it haunts me to this day because I can't find it. Like, are there, the, are there anything like that? You know, existed as a kid, you know, you had, but you can't somehow the internet doesn't know about it. And so <laughs> this was on Reddit. Oh, good question. I need to get there's on a re- there's a subreddit for like this exact thing, like finding the thing that you can't find. Send it to me. I will post it on there and we report back if the people can find it. So okay. this item specifically was. I got it for Christmas one year and it was like 27 guns in one. <laughs> okay, and I'm, I'm talking to have like it had like. It was this big thing that like went it was like a uh, like Voltron where all the guns could come together to form like a big gun. But it was like handgun, grenade launcher. Was it like it was Nerf? Because like, uh, I remember there being a Nerf thing like it that. It wasn't Nerf brand. It wasn't Nerf brand. But it was, and I remember legitimately like setting up. Boy, does this make sound like I was lonely? But I would set up a war by myself and would fight on all sides of it with the twenty-seven different guns. <laughs> 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 it was pretty sick and i've looked and i'm like did i make it up was it like three guns in one anyways i have not been able to find that but that was like the thing for that year like i remember seeing it in a magazine and was like i gotta have this so there is there was a fad that i i when i wrote it out i kind of saved it because i thought this this is the one I think we might, if I'm going to put a vote on the one we were all into, we might have all been into this one, which is the finger skateboard. Oh, Tech Dex? <laughs> Tech Dex. That's the actual oh, name. Tech I still Dex. have one. I still have one. I, could, I have one within arm's reach. It's in my now, bucket of Pokemon toys. So, oh so I, I remember getting like way into this. When I was talking about destructing the like yo-yo oh, they have little toy like uh like wrenches yeah, yeah and they had tires and you could change the you could change the like you could put new stickers on the bottom and you could mm-hmm. what's that stupid little the truck t-ish? yeah the truck you could change the truck like and dude i remember i got like i remember one birthday all i wanted was tech deck stuff and so, so what did got, you what did you I do got, with them like, i would you play like, with them uh, you just sit on your desk and you like doing tricks kick them. In, i would try class to. and stuff oh in class they were like way they got like banned at my school at some point i remember because I something like that happened as we, yeah that happened and okay I was jealous of kids that could like ollie with them and stuff because yeah, I, I, I could only grind on the edge of my desk like around and around <laughs> well so what we would do is like we would we could do the ollie but there was like kids who could do like oh yeah you know, like kick flip or yeah kick yeah. flips and stuff like that it was wild so i'm gonna come back to this i'm glad you said that because there was something like the way that my brother and i played as kids involved tech decks and then and yo-yos actually and this other thing that i'm gonna get and you put them so on we'll a milk crate and-, <laughs> <laughs> and you just go wild okay i have can i jump in with another one oh yeah 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 Okay, so this I think this can happen sometimes with fads, but they can 
to have a tendency to like define you. So like I said, I became a lava lamp and black post black light poster kid. And like, that was who I was. I was like, I guess I got to get incense now. I don't know what they are. So in a similar way, so I wanted a starter jacket so bad when I was in elementary school. And this one might've missed you guys, but starter jackets were like the freaking thing. It's like, like starter jacket. Like Letterman? That's what I was going to say. Is this similar to Letterman's? No. Oh boy. Okay. Let me. Not the else big puffy in. ones. Yeah. I mean, yes. But let me just send you. Oh, starter the brand starter. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yes. I um, do have this. Is this a sports okay. reference? Because no. You know where well, I mean, I guess technically it, they were sports jackets. But um, let me post it in our our general chat real fast, and well, you guys because... can see like oh. these. Oh. These jackets were, and they had them for every sports team okay like that was the style and they had them for all the sports teams and everyone had their team and that hornets one was probably the most iconic so So, my dad something to know about him shout out my dad but he was cheap super cheap (laughs) and what he decided would work for me was he got me a generic like industrial weight jacket plain black he, I don't know where he even found these, but he found patches at a flea market. He ironed on a starter patch on the sleeve where it was supposed <laughs> to be. He ironed on a Lakers logo on the back and tried to pass it off, tried to have me pass it off <laughs> as a starter jacket. And I care. The next five years in jail. <laughs> and guys, I still can picture that stupid jacket and how little <laughs> it looked like a starter jacket. So... And, Go ahead. I was just gonna say we maybe we should have an episode on things your parents did that tried to help you but totally ruined <laughs> <We> <laughs> to ruin me. So I this did not work. It did not uh, satiate me. I still needed to have a starter jacket. So my parents, I know that this is another cheap move, but I'm guessing at like Sears or something they were clearanced this, and I got a Florida State Seminoles jacket, and that day. I became a diehard Knowles fan. I'm talking, <laughs> if I'm playing Bill Walsh college football on my Sega, I'm playing as the Knowles. If it's bowl season, I'm watching them in the Sugar Bowl, baby. Let's go. Bobby Bowden for life. And I legitimately became a Seminoles fan and was for well over a decade because of that jacket. So be careful <laughs> what you uh, get into. It can <laughs> become your identity. So one of the segments I was actually going to bring up uh, as part of this is as well as like things that were fads that you wanted to you wish could come back and yours after looking at this image Scott is kind of perfect because the the thing I want to bring back and would love if they came back in the style is the old windbreaker like the me too dude like oh, the I've been got trying the to pants time. <laughs> got the pants that match the top now JMO you know when we say windbreaker we're talking about here right yeah and i'm i'm a no-go like unless it is cold enough to where you can wear something also under those pants like that <laughs> slippery it feels like a greasy old man is hugging your legs when you wear those pants so this There's is a sweat trap that's that's one thing this is for real so i went skiing every uh year multiple humble times brag. dang Yo, t- not, <laughs> not, not humble <laughs> brag just brag brag uh <laughs> I, I was only wanted to say, was that a fad? Was oh, did you guys? Because we, we did it every year. Some, hey, one of you asked me how good I was at it. 
I was you? very good, John. <laughs> you ever could you could you uh, milk crate board? I could have went down on milk crate boards. Anyway, we're getting off topic here because the point I was actually trying to set up was uh, another brag brag. Was <laughs> every year I would go buy a new windbreaker, and this was oh, this yeah. was done so like this was past the windbreaker stage. Like mm. they're not cool anymore. I'm doing You're it. hanging on. I'm doing it ironically and funny, and because I was so good at snowboarding and skiing okay can i bring up the biggest fad to probably ever uh I was wondering when the face of the I, earth i know with this one it's got to be this one go ahead it is beanie babies yep oh yeah i'm gonna bring it up okay so first of all let me tell you my favorite one sting the stingray it's one of the original ones it was 175 dollars at the time um but it was awesome. It was like this. So my favorite color is blue. I like blue stuff. And it's this like multicolored, like almost like you were looking at a stingray through the ocean, like blue, green, white. Mm-hmm. Like that's the color scape. It was awesome because, you know, I have a weird thing about how like the structure of things. It was like a solid toy. Didn't have all these spindly legs. But so two things on this. One, my brother and I would take our Pokemon toys, the Pokemon toys, shout out to episode one where I rattled them in the box. We would take Pokemon toys, put them on tech decks, and that was like how they like moved around the world. And so we'd be tech decking, and then we would take Beanie Babies, tie the yo-yo string around them. Oh my gosh. Hook it onto something. So like a slot in the piano, like a cabinet, and use that as like a like a bungee jumping slash like rappelling into the enemy base thing. It was amazing. So that's the first thing. The second thing is my parents went wild. (laughs) This is what I was waiting. They, if I told you about this? Yes. So they owned a store, like a resale store for Beanie Babies and had thousands of them. So you hear things about like, oh, are we in the tech bubble? Are we in the startup bubble? Like the great tulip bubble of 18, whatever. Like you got to get in and then get out. <laughs> they had thousands of these things. They were running this store and we would go through a place like McDonald's and we would, cause they had teeny beanies. Remember those? Oh yep. yeah. I'm going to happy meals. Yep. So you could go buy a two ninety nine happy meal and then get, get a rare teeny one. Baby, teeny beanie that would sell for like 15 or 20 bucks. And so we'd go through McDonald's. And there was like, we figured out the limit of Happy Meals you can order at a McDonald's because they would not give us any more. I'm serious. Oh and we would be like, yeah, what we'll take that? You would say 20. like 20? Really? Yeah, we'd literally get 20. And oh they would give gosh. us 20 boxes. We should have like, just taken the toys. It was like lottery tickets for you guys. <laughs> it was. Like, we would be like, yes, we want, or we'd get food too because we didn't realize it was terrible for you. So it'd be like four regular meals and then 16 plain <laughs> burger Happy Meals. And the saddest part is like everything else, those boomed and bust. And my aunt didn't sell her her stash. And so like in the top of her attic, there are tubs after tubs, like a room full of tubs that is just hundreds and hundreds of like bears and like the duck and the fish. Listen, sit, you, you, things are cyclical. Like, I just feel like those <sighs> will at some point become retro and ironic enough that they come back in some way uh, but they're still out though that's the problem i think like they have not stopped producing that's true babies. you can go to like any gift shop in the world <laughs> so this is insane yeah. 
This is insane. Uh, you guys, I think, know him, but his name is Nick. He's a buddy of mine. And he posted on his Instagram literally this week this like panorama shot of his room where he was like, hey, been collecting stuff, time to get rid of it. And it was like, I for sure hundreds, maybe thousands of Barbies and Beanie Babies that have mm. just been in his house or his parents' house for years. But it's insane. It is insane. And then it just stopped. It just like like no one cared anymore because they um, were pointless. Did you guys ever play with Pogs? Was that my generation, or did you guys get? Oh, I love Pogs, baby. Oh, I yeah. inherited one, and I never used it because I didn't have anyone to inherited play. Inherited one. <laughs> Your granddad. Played <laughs> oh, it was God. It was like a. It was like a reward for like a camp I went to. It was like a set of Pogs, but it was like I don't know how to play these, and I don't have anyone to play with. So yeah, that's how I know that you didn't play it when you said I was. I got one as a <laughs> as a reward. <laughs> one set. I had like the. F- Gotcha. You flick one of them, the big one yeah. that's solid. That's the slammer. You take it. You take about it. The so, so, J-Mo, they got, I had... about getting banned. I mean, they got banned hardcore in my school. Dude, I had a pog maker. So you could like <laughs> what? take, so I would take like baseball cards or I would mm-hmm. take magazines or like you could take anything similar to that. And it, there was just this machine that basically took your cardboard and just like cuts stuck it to the cardboard in some way i still have all of them they're at my parents house all my slammers dude i wish i had mine street fighter i've got some good ones Ooh, eight balls poisons oh skulls what you got (laughs) go get them now what else you guys got on the fads so there's one we sort of scott dove into it a little bit but there was some like really good fashion things and uh one of which came up so i was in new york this last week and i saw this store and i I was brag again uh, yeah, just a bag, oh. Rick. I can't, I can't <laughs> do anything on this shit. Shopping again? I was, I was tired of getting made fun of on episode one through six, so now I'm just <laughs> dropping all everything. Guys, I was on a plane. Uh, <laughs> but a couple of quick ones. One I'll just touch, and then one I'll I'll talk about uh, at more length. But the Jinko jean, I never owned them. I always thought they were ridiculous. I gotta talk about them real quick because Go how I it. got them. I had a granddad who was my go-to if I needed stuff. He was a hookup. And my parents absolutely banned me from getting Jinkos. And so I went <laughs> behind their I went behind their back and told him that I needed them because all the kids at school had them. So we went back to school shopping. I got a couple pairs. I tried to wear them sneakishly out of the house. I've got some stories about me doing stupid stuff like this all the time, but my, my dad was like, Skirt! what what is that pocket going from your lower back to the floor? Um, take those off. So I had to sneak them in my backpack so I could wear them to school. So, and if, and we should have said this before he told his story, but Jinkos were literally four pairs of jeans, like the fabric of four pairs of jeans <laughs> in one jean. So, so the, the thing now is skinny jeans. These were the polar opposite. They were huge. They required a belt. And the kids oh, yeah, who really yeah, yeah. got into them, like the bottom of the pant covered the entire shoe. Like, oh yeah, they were huge. Yeah, both you could not were you could not see the person's shoes. So a little hot side hop from that. If I asked you, what were the shoes that the cool kids in school wore? So for me, it would be, let's say I was fourteen. So what grade are you then? Like oh, I don't know. Or so. Um, oh yeah. Cool. 
Like oh, if you remember, sorry. is there really iconic shoes? Do you remember? Yeah. So that's what's fun. I wonder. There's two. There's two shoes. One. one. The I'll one give you mine. I was gonna say the one you're probably talking about is it the Doc Martin? Oh, that's a good Ooh. one. That's a good one. But I was gonna say Nike Shocks. Oh, I remember the shocks with those, See, with those gel packs in the heel. I wanted a pair of shocks so bad. That was what all of the cool kids had. But I'm kind of a tall dude. I have kind of big feet. They didn't make Nike shocks. They were seven hundred dollars. Sixteen or seventeen or eighteen shoes. They didn't make them. No, they capped out at like maybe thirteen and a half. Well, and so I couldn't wear them. Thought of that. And but the funny thing is, is that my sister got them, my aunt got them, my cousin got them, and they like there was something wrong with the shoe. They wrecked like all the tendons in their feet and up their legs. Wow, it's crazy. I've not heard that story. Um, so, Reebok, so Scott, Reebok this is what I was setting up. <laughs> I'm jumping in Reebok pumps. Do you guys remember? I did have a pair of them. John, do you even remember what they or even heard of them? They do sound familiar. So they were shoes that had a basketball on the front of them. And the kind of the, the catch was they could you could pump them and they would tighten down to prevent Whoa. you from like they would like get like sport grip. And so like the videos would show like athletes like put them on like but <laughs> <laughs> pumping them up. And I did have a pair and they legit did. They had like an inflatable thing in them that would tighten on your foot. And wow. God, I kind of want a pair. I wonder if they sell them. I'm going to go get distracted by that right now. Go ahead, guys. Keep talking. I had Doc Martens and they made me even taller than I was, like plus two <laughs> inches on height. Yeah. That's <laughs> why I got them. So the, the two other shoes that I thought of, uh, and if you guys remember two minutes ago, I was in New York and there, <laughs> there is a, a shoe called the old Croc that was Ugh. the most disgusting sandal. John, you are giving Crocs? us a face that you have never heard of. Crocs. The one with yes, the holes? Crocs. Oh, the yeah. The one with the holes. I have it some. Was, so it kind of fits the brand, I feel like, a little bit. But the they were they were like the shoe. And when I was just in, in New York, there was a whole store, like a multi-level Croc store. What? And I was like, dang, they are still going strong but the shoe i really wanted to get into that's making a resurgence like i i have seen my so my uh middle daughter's six and my oldest is 10 and kids both their age is the wheelie or the healy oh yeah yeah they're making a comeback dude they're making a strong comeback ryan do you want to know what friend of ours had them and not i mean would use them often so it has to be stefan Curtis. I'm telling you, we worked together at Target and we would be like, oh, we got to go walk back to electronics. And he would (laughs) like, (laughs) he would be walking past guests and he would like do a little jog step and then (laughs) go just cruising by. So I got to, I can't just say that I have Crocs and say anything, right? Like I just, I got to get something. (laughs) So I think Crocs are the dumbest shoe that have ever been invented. And I hate people that wear them. My wife bought me a pair. <laughs> John, that was so aggressive. I've never. <laughs> you should rethink your life if you wear those. My <laughs> wife bought me a pair as something to just like slip they make them on. That big? Yeah, they do. They, she bought me some to just slip on. Like if I'm going from the inside, like I need to go do something in the yard. I need to go do something outside. There's and I don't want to put on wise, shoes. They're good. Yeah. They're good for and utility. I was like, I hate these. And then I put them on. And I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> they're so convenient 
And I hate myself for wearing them. Could they be chunkier, block-looking, just... And they have a strap on the back. It's like, dude, lose... Let's move on. (laughs) Do you want to rapid-fire through a few... Yeah, so we'll rapid fire, and then there's one last, one last fad I want to talk about that we actually, when we work together, okay, I was going to say that one, so maybe I'll, I'll so, so, so I'll hit what's on my list. Right Tear away pants. I oh, wish I forgot. They, I wish they so still existed. Awesome. Talk about utility. God, I'm wearing pants now. I don't want to. Done. Never. Well, and they're still used in the NBA, but in nowhere else in the entire <laughs> nowhere world. else. Magic How about this one? I posters. Magic, you remember the ones we had to stare at them and then the oh, picture yes. came out? That, that fit, no, uh, that fits your oh, yeah, brand yeah. of glow-in-the-dark. <laughs> you know I had one of those. Go ahead, John. Pokemon Go. That was the only ultimate one I had bet. left. That, yeah. ultimate. Uh, speaking of Curtis, Curtis still. I mean, oh, strong. Which side, strong, strong, strong. side note, there's a like Harry Potter type version yeah. now. Yeah, there is. We'll have to dive into that. That's well, another you know episode. We're going to be doing that for sure. Uh, how about inflatable furniture? Do you guys remember that at all? Oh, I do remember that. I did, but that was more like I had it in kids, my right? college dorm room. My dude oh. had an inflatable. <laughs> that shout out at J Space Mass. He would roll off the top bunk as a joke onto the inflatable couch. Hey, J Mass, stay inflated very long. <laughs> also, J Space Mass. Uh, we're gonna have to start cutting you checks for the zero dollars. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna pay some royalties. Can we throw a beanbag stuff into that inflatable oh, yeah. area? I love a love to beanbag. Boy, you could build up some sweat in one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got funky. So well, one thing I wanted to mention um, that BK when he's talking to us about this, he's like, "What's a fad that you missed that you would have liked to be in?" There's something that I didn't even know about until adult, like a couple years ago. Uh, I've got a little drop for it. If somebody want to hit me with that, give me just. Burp, 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 burp. It's not as easy as you thought, Scott. <laughs> Draw your last pathetic card so I can end this, Yugi. My grandpa's deck has no pathetic cards, Kaiba, but it does contain the unstoppable Exodia. Exodia, obliterate! <laughs> You talking about Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> so my friends would play Yu-Gi-Oh, which is not what I'm Yu-Gi-Oh nailed it. Oh. I nailed the term. <laughs> what Yu-Gi-Oh. was that? That assaulting okay. my ears. <laughs> so we already talked about Pokemon cards. There were a lot of trading card games at the time. There was another one called Yu-Gi-Oh, which they made a TV show of similar to Pokemon. I think they were just trying to cash in on the Pokemon thing. But there was another Bay thing that my, my friends played called Magic the Gathering. Nikita, uh, are you lighting up right now? Dude, Magic the Gathering is my... F- is So when we talk Hearthstone, when we talk Pokemon, when we talk anything like that, Magic the Gathering is the best like card-based... W- what is that type of game called, JMO? You would know. <sighs> trading card, collectible trading card game. Yeah, like, dude, it CCG, was... CCG, TCG. It was so fun. So I You didn't never, know about its existence? No, my friends, I think, played it once, and I was like, this is dumb, because I'd played Pokemon for so long, and... Then a friend of mine actually is like pretty good at it. And he was playing as an adult and going to tournaments and winning tournaments. And so he like introduced it to me and I was like, oh, it is like, I'm very sad that I missed this, but it's also like very probably good for me that I did not because I would have been lost in it. And that game is crazy expensive, like inordinately expensive. So I remember when I get into something, I get way into something for spending like 
probably upwards of a hundred dollars like the first week after playing it just because you have to like if you want to be any good you have to drop a bunch of cash yeah exactly but i would have loved that but never got the chance well, I want to talk about one thing briefly that we actually brought back when we used to work together, and I was never into it. I was never into it that when I was either. in high school or anything like that. Um, but it was either JMO or another guy named Eric kind of like reintroduced it to us, and it started as, oh, we'll just play here and there, and then we turned and started making our own games with our own rules and played all the time, and that is hacky sack game within the games yeah so uh, do you guys remember the origin story for it i don't even remember how it started i think uh, i mean so i played it in god i'm about to sound like the nerdiest kid in the world but i was i played it during band because we go to these marching games and i didn't care about Mm -hmm. any of the football games the marching games (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know the games where they everyone see you at halftime for 10 minutes like reindeer games I always felt side note. I always felt bad for those parents whose kids were in band who had they have no desire to watch the other kids play. Oh, my parents came to none of my band games. Oh, band is, or, or you had those parents, but, but <laughs> my parents were my brother's game. Band is terrible, but we would play. That's what we do. We play hacky sack. Like while the game was going on, we had to wait, and so maybe that's how we got it introduced. I'm not sure. Well, anyway, we it, it literally so it got brought in and. It's like one of the things where we would just play here and there. And then we came up with like a whole scoring system and we came up with a whole uh, like different game modes. And so there was there was two game modes that we would play that were the most mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. One was Foursquare. So we mm-hmm. got good enough to where we could like play, you know, classic Foursquare. Everybody breaks up into four boxes and if it lands in yours and you lose or whatever, there's like a king of the hill and all that stuff. And we would play that and there was like scoring. Oh, there were very based. elaborate rules. Wasn't it like yeah. you couldn't, you had to make it playable. Like you couldn't, it had to be like, right. spike. you yeah, also could, you couldn't, uh, like I couldn't take out the king if I was in the square. So I could, if only, you're in the what? No, you, you were like in could. four. Like the only person that could take out the king was in the two spot. And well, so think... everyone below the, below the two spot could take out the two spot. Oh but yeah. You couldn't just take out the king from the four. You had to work your way up. And the only way to get the king was from that two spot. And then I love how we named how it. How many rounds? How many <laughs> rounds you stay? Well, you well, no. it. Like, it was if like you, king. We had like king, queen. joker, king, queen, like all the way down. And we would keep track of how long people were in the king spot. Scott, like, you Marcus had it for ten rounds. Scott, <laughs> you have to remember the names here. It's king, queen, joker, peasant. Yeah, oh, that's right. Because and that peasant spot was like if you if you messed up, then you were out. If you were in the four spot, yes. remember whatever. Yeah. And so well the. If you're the peasant, you could just because you can't go any further. So people will just pull like the they would go for like you would go yeah. for anything. You would try to make anything the playable. <laughs> you have nothing to lose. Yeah. And then we we but, also made it to where if you went to make a save safe, so we would do like tr- crazy attempts. We had to have a lot of square footage to do this. Well, and so <laughs> so that was that was game one, and then that was us. so then we elevated to I believe we called it whack a sack three hack whack three, <laughs> oh, hack, three hack, hack whack. Three hack whack, where essentially that it was a hybrid between, and this one was real fun, but then almost ruined friendships. Yep. And yeah, it Matt was Day stopped playing. Matt Day quit <laughs> officially from it. Like he wouldn't go play anything with. 
So well, the, I, and then Marcus, the little well, so the, <laughs> I got to set the concept up for the game. So it was basically, it was it was dodgeball with hacky sack. And the general premise there was obviously we had to have forty sub rules, but the general premise was <laughs> you would hit it three times, and then whoever uh, caught it after three hits could grab it out of the air and throw it as hard as they wanted at anybody. So as soon as you saw somebody going for the grab, everybody just started running and where friendships were ended, where when people would get hit in the ear or the the face, (laughs) because also you couldn't, you couldn't hit it more than one. Like you couldn't hit it twice in a row. So like if I hit it the first time I got to back away from it and then let Brian hit it, but then I'm going to want to try and get that hit to myself. So like there was a lot of strategy going on of where where you were in proximity to that hit, so well, that you could then, you could run or be near it. Remember the tweeners as well. Oh, but it landed between two people. No, no, no. If you go to kick and it goes between your legs, then you got like the <gasps> oh. penalty hit. You had to line up on the wall. That's and right. You, so it's, if, if you're familiar with soccer, it was basically a nutmeg. So like yeah. if you went for a kick and it went between your legs and you whiff cityed, then it was like first to pick it up or something, uh, got to just belt it in an end. It, depending on the day, you never know. Like if we're like, having some fun and you're getting just a little throw at you or if you're getting pegged at the hardest this human can throw yeah well the problem hit in the ear i forgot about that that was marcus done yeah yeah, the problem is so for you guys who have played sports and have thrown balls (laughs) like i had like all power and no control so you had no idea where that thing was going and i missed probably nine out of ten but like if i hit one it hurt, and the one that I hit was in the ear. So, well, you guys heard in the previous Sorry, episode, uh, or not in the previous episode, but earlier <laughs> in this episode, JMO has a size sixteen foot because he is, a, he is an actual giant. And so when when this ball, it was like a it catapult. Away. It was the a earth bends a little bit, <laughs> and it would. It, you never knew where it was going, but it would come out of his his hands at ninety five miles an hour. A couple of hacky sack highlights I wanted to mention. One, John and I and the rest of the dev team went to a developer conference in Colorado and we oh, brought our hacky sack. That. And it was the perfect way to meet people. We would go outside on breaks and yeah. we would start playing hacky sack and all of a sudden there'd be 15, you know, 20 people. Just like none of us are out. It's a developer conference. So it's a t- maximum of two hits before it's hitting the ground again. <laughs> but people would like come look for us during breaks that was one. Got him. Oh, Dang Brian, it. you're so good with that. Your money on that. <laughs> so we would, uh, we, we would, at first we were doing it in our office. That was like a fishbowl. And we knew it had gotten a little out of control when essentially the president of our company that we worked at, we worked at a church, but the, the senior pastor at a different conference where like all these churches fly in, all over the country to come here um, from different like speakers. He called out our team, but he was talking about specifically having fun. And he talked about like, 
walking by, seeing us playing hacky sack, going to the restroom and thinking, if they're playing hacky sack when I come back by, <laughs> all of them are fired. <laughs> and, and we weren't. Thank goodness we were like um, aware enough to be like, hey, let's go hit our computers for a bit. <laughs> well, it didn't help that we were on the floor with all of this like top executive staff in a giant glass-walled room, basically yep. on display. Yeah, we were children in the open and like where we should not be. So then they banished us to a floor down. Scott was only 28 years old. So you got to give him a break. He was still young. <laughs> Just a pup. <laughs> well, hopefully you guys have uh, enjoyed this episode. And if there are ones that we for sure missed, as we always do, be sure to ping us on Twitter and let us know. But Scotty, too hottie, you're on deck with the next episode. Coming real, it's the next episode. All right, all right, all right. So I'm going to throw one at you guys, and I not unique to my childhood. Um, I got to believe that it isn't because um, it is making a comeback right now, but that is the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark book series. Did you guys read it? I did not. I'm feeling no. Oh, my gosh. Okay, tell me <laughs> if I'm posting an image. Does oh, this, what is that, Scott? Does this artwork look familiar? No, really. Right before we get off and go to bed, you're gonna put Scott. That what did you just share, guys? This is the this is worse. Oh my this is god, worse what's than wrong with you? You guys, no, this is me. this is ten times worse than your okay. Ghostbusters thing. Let me okay, let me set this up. This is a book series, three part book series that like defined part of my childhood. I'm not doing this when I'm sitting out (laughs) because listen, here's what's perfect timing wise. They are making a movie of it. It's coming out in a month. I don't do horror scary, movies. Scary stories. You gotta come do this one. Wait, so, come on. Come I was going on YouTube, but okay. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Here's what I'm pitching. I'm gonna hook you guys up with the book series. Read through a few of them if you dare. Let's see if we can go see the movie together. Oh, if possible. So and bring it down. What you guys don't know is going to see scary movies with Scott is probably one of my top three favorite pastimes <laughs> because we both love them, but our two-year-old, oh my gosh, <laughs> posting stuff. <laughs> the artwork from this series is going to it's wreck horrifying. you. horrifying. Yeah. So I jump, like, not in a small way in jump scenes. I'm Like, if I had popcorn, it would be out of the container on the floor. So, real quick side story, I went to see It first part with brian and i had already seen it and knew there were some pretty intense scenes coming up and during one intense, i looked over at brian and he had he had he was laying so far slouched that he was about to be horizontal in the seat my his back shirt, was on the seat the his bottom. shirt it was pulled up over his nose <laughs> and he, he could see out the peripheral that i was looking at him and he wanted me to know he was the hang tin sign but like didn't move didn't blink just was like i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good (laughs) (laughs) i've not forgotten that so yeah i I, it's scary scary stories scary movies are such a goofy thing for me because i love them but i'm terrified of them so let's see can we talk about can can we talk about it next episode because i do have a funny story about that yeah does that that fit in the theme yep that'll be perfect um all right well like uh who wants to close this out, I guess? John, you interested in doing it? Sure, I got this. As we've already mentioned. <laughs> He'll get the hard sell, don't worry. 
Leave us a review if you want. If you wanna. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter. If you have something you think uh, you want to hear our take on, let us know. At We Used to Podcast. Fans at We Used to Work Together. Dot com. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.